Picture this, you're sitting down to watch a live poetry performance. The first poet takes the stage, and as they begin to read, they're accompanied by a live jazz band. If this sounds intriguing, well, you're in luck. International Jazz Poetry Month returns to Pittsburgh on May 2nd. The festival features more than 50 artists, including local jazz icons and poets from Algeria, Cuba, Sudan, and Ukraine. Tickets to watch online or in person at City of Asylum's home on the north side are free. Get yours at cityofasylum.org before they're gone. Today on CityCast Pittsburgh. This week, in 1956, President Dwight D. Eisenhower called a big meeting on citizen diplomacy. World War II was over, of course, but the threats that came from it were still very top of mind. The problem is, how do we dispel ignorance? How do we present our own case? How do we strengthen friendships? How do we learn of others? This speech was the start of the people-to-people program, which for Pittsburgh meant a whole bunch of new relationships. And with the 21st century diplomat of sorts to talk about sister cities, what they actually do for each other, and how Pittsburgh got so many. It's Wednesday, September 13th. I'm Megan Harris, and here's what Pittsburgh is talking about. Kathy Risco, we are so glad to have you here on CityCast Pittsburgh. Well, thank you. Thank you. You are the director of a group that I didn't know that much about until recently, the Sister Cities Association of Pittsburgh. I know you do a lot of work representing our whole region, but how did Pittsburgh get all these sisters? I'm seeing over 20 on your website. I'm sure they're not all active all the time, but that World War II connection, is that is that why so many of them are European? Exactly. So that's why you have Saarbrück in Germany, you have Shetfield, UK, you have Zagreb, Croatia, Skopje, Macedonia, you know, Preskov, Slovakia, Ostrava, Czech Republic. Now, none of these are, you know, Sofia is 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 somewhat active. Um, but here's kind of the, the thing about the sister city relationship that that makes this work very difficult. Um, administrations change. Mm-hmm. And not just here, but also there. Um, and in some of these countries, the government isn't as stable. You mean now as opposed to maybe when we signed the agreement? Exactly. Or also, we might have had something very much in common with them prior to the collapse of the steel industry that we just don't anymore. Yeah, I was kind of wondering like what qualities we've historically looked for in a new city. Like what does our, our city's Bumble profile look like? Is there like an about me section? Do we have a type? So there is an about us on, on the Sister Cities website, which is uh, sistercitiespgh.org. Um, and we refer people to that. But also, when I get approached, which I probably get approached at least once a month, sometimes more often, um, to become a sister of Pittsburgh. We're that popular? People are coming, like, knocking on our door? Well, a, lot, a lot of what I think people really like about Pittsburgh is how we've changed our economy from steel a salty, you know, a dirty steel place <laughs> to Ed's and Ned's AI, robotics, you know, um, cybersecurity. And now you're speaking the former mayor's language. <laughs> 
Yeah. So the the fact is, is, is people are really interested in how we did that and um, and how can they learn from that? So a good example of that is in prior to me being in this role back in either 2018 or 2019, a delegation came from Da Nang, Vietnam, which is one of our sisters. It became a sister in 2008. And Da Nang really wanted to learn how we had how we redeveloped our waterfronts. So what did we do? We had them sit down and meet with with River Life because that's the work that they're doing, right? So there's an opportunity for us to take best practices here and take and, and share and, and vice versa. And that's why I think that the policy piece that's traditionally not been part of the sister city's three-legged stool is really, really important. Mm-hmm. Typically, the, the sister city's um, format is around educational exchanges, cultural exchanges, and economic exchanges. Have we had any really fun inquiries, you know, during your tenure so far where, you know, a city reached out to us or someone here in Pittsburgh maybe made a case for us to connect to someone um, that just sticks out to you as being like, wow, okay, yeah, this is a good idea and this is why. We're on the flip side, a terrible idea. It was just a tear. It was never going to work. I don't know if this is a terrible idea. I don't think it's a terrible idea. It just ha- it didn't it didn't have legs and, you know, maybe someday it will. But um, I had the vice mayor of Pittsburgh... California reached out to me on LinkedIn and said, hey, you know, do you guys consider domestic sisters? Because we are named Pittsburgh because U.S. Steel opened a steel factory here and and then renamed this small town Pittsburgh, California. You know, so we, we obviously have something in common with you. So I had a really nice conversation with this gentleman and said, you know, I don't know about domestic sisters, but I don't have a problem with it. I'll talk to my board. We'll see. And then the flip side of that is like two days later, after doing some research, I found out that we are sisters with a domestic city, Bradenton, Florida, it was signed by Mayor Ravenstahl. And that's, of course, where the pirates. Yeah, go it's training their... camp. Yeah. So um, so we do have a domestic sister. So that was that was eye opening to me. Um, I, I constantly say this is an art, not a science. I'm looking at the list. A lot of these cities were they signed agreements with us decades ago. How permanent are these relationships? Like, are they blood bonds or can we can we get divorced from time to time? Is there ever drama? So we can break off the relationship. Like officially? We can officially. We would like a, send an official letter saying, you know, we were sisters. We signed it. And then we've not been in touch in next many years. And, and actually, Sister Cities International, which is the umbrella organization for all sisters organizations, have templates for this sort of thing. You can also move people down to what they call a friendship city, <laughs> which is, you know, just this level up. You could literally friends out other cities. Right. My argument to to anybody, you know, to my board, to anybody else, is simply this. If they don't even know we're married, why do we need to get divorced? They already forgot. It doesn't matter. We can they just fade forgot, away, right? date someone else. But oddly enough, like the scope of Macedonia, which I know it was signed in 2000. I know exactly why it happened, because I was working for the professor at Pitt. And he had started a program between the Graduate School of Public International Affairs at Pitt and a school in Scope of Macedonia. And I have not heard anything from them my entire tenure until last week. And we got a letter from them asking for, you know, hey, are you guys doing blah, 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 blah? We'd really like to learn if Pittsburgh's doing this and if so, how, you know. And so that's part of the reason I am unwilling to break up with anybody. Do you like to dance? Look at 
beautiful art, eat gourmet snacks, people watch, we'll mark your calendars for Friday, June 7th for one of my favorite parties in Pittsburgh. It's Mattress Factory's 25th Garden Party. The theme this year is make-believe, and it's all to celebrate and support the creatives in our community. There's going to be live music, an open bar, an art auction, and probably my favorite, the costume contest. Trust me, I will be judging yins, and so will everyone else there. Be playful, be imaginative, explore your magical realm, because this is a theme party. You want to come dressed to impress. You must be 21 and up to attend, and rest assured, every dollar raised goes directly towards supporting the museum, its art, its education, and all of its community outreach initiatives. Get your tickets now to the 25th Mattress Factory Garden Party. They are in our show notes and online at mattress.org. I noticed that Wuhan, China is on our list of sister cities. Wuhan, of course, became the epicenter at the start of the pandemic. How did that relationship come into play in those early days? Yeah, Wuhan is a really special relationship. First off, we we celebrated our 40th anniversary of sistering with Wuhan wow. last year. And so when, when COVID hit, Pittsburgh did send PPE to Wuhan, and they sent us this lovely thank you note. And um, and then they also sent us this this very large document that was how they were addressing and dealing with COVID in Wuhan during like as it was happening. And we not only shared that with the mayor and the county executive, but then we shared it across the United States and said, you know, Wuhan is our sister and Wuhan gave us this information. And if it is of value to you, we want to make sure that everybody has it. If Pittsburghers feel really strongly about a new sister city um, or, you know, if someone else were to hear this, um, how would you recommend that folks get involved with existing relationships or maybe recommend one from scratch? So on my website, which is uh, sistercitiespgh.org, there is a volunteer link. So you can click that and in there gives you the opportunity to say whatever you want. Um, the Korean Association of Pittsburgh uh, reached out to me and they were really interested in Pohang possibly becoming a sister of Pittsburgh. And they had been doing a lot of work with them. And in fact, Pohang raised the equivalent of $75,000 from their local government to then invest in the Korean War Memorial that's on the north side of Pittsburgh. They built a, a, a garden um, and then uh, we did a ceremony for the 75th anniversary of the armistice of the Korean War. And people from Pohang, including uh, the vice mayor, came to Pittsburgh to celebrate that and had a, a luncheon. And it was really lovely because, again, every sister relationship is different. I don't know if we've had another sister who's raised that amount of money and invested in the Pittsburgh region. But um, when they were here in July, we signed an MOU with them. Under the Ganey administration, he is signing MOUs. He's signed two now, Dortmund and Poen, and he has made them for the tenure of his current um, tenure. If he's reelected as mayor, then he can renew the relationship or not. If somebody else becomes mayor, they can renew the relationship or not. But I think that that's a really good approach because we have had experiences where you have a sister that, you know, you just have nothing in common with anymore and they're just there. <laughs> yeah. Are there any sister city relationships that we, you know, haven't finalized yet? Maybe they're still in the works? One of the things that Pittsburgh is doing um, right now is we're interested in finding our first sister in Africa. We have had um, inquiries from multiple cities now, 
and uh, and hopefully that'll culminate with a, a trip to Africa next year um, to visit a couple of these different cities and meet with people and and see where there are legs. But yeah, there is a huge gap. We do not have an African sister, which is you know you know for 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 a city who has as many sisters as we do. <laughs> Yeah, because when I talk to, you know, you talk to Chicago, you talk to Charlotte, you talk to cities that are bigger than us, you know, and they're like, we have five. And I was like, I don't know, Pittsburgh's, we're just really friendly. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not mad about that reputation. Um, So are there any Sister City projects that you've been working on that you're super excited to share with Pittsburghers in the near future? One of the most exciting things that we're going to be doing, I think, is... um, the POP District at the Warhol, which is a workforce development program as well as a neighborhood stabilization program. It's really innovative for a museum to be involved in this sort of work. Um, it has caught the, the attention of now two sisters, um, both uh, Saitama City, Japan, and Glasgow, Scotland. But we could envision POP districts in all of Pittsburgh's sister cities. And the whole goal of it is, is that the next Andy Warhol doesn't have to leave Pittsburgh and go to New York City to be the new Andy Warhol. They can stay in Pittsburgh and become that person. And that's really exciting. And and that sort of innovation that's happening in our region is something that we do want to say to people in international cities, look at this cool stuff we're doing. You can totally do this too. Kathy is the executive director of the Sister Cities Association of Pittsburgh. Thank you so much for, for representing us and helping us make good matches across the world. Well, thank you. That's all for today here on CityCast Pittsburgh. If you're liking the show, please tell someone, rate us, leave us a nice review, and make sure you're subscribed to our Hey Pittsburgh newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. See you in soon. Got him again. Otis, come on, baby. He has this pillow that's a lily pad that's like his favorite thing in the world. You know, I feel like all of us should have our own version of the lily pad.